Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. It's a shame it doesn't present us with a figure who talks faster. Yes, that is how doors work. Wait a second, is this a time travel thing? If we kill Eldub now... Guys, this ball has something to do with it, I swear. Wow, that little man is very ugly. Eo and Oromora said reading is cool. Demons have cooties. Her mother's probably not a wasp. Uh, blue! Well, our DM isn't a father quite yet, but his growing anxiety over waiting for his baby means you get an episode on time this week, so at least somebody wins. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons! Last time on the show, the gang delved into Ildov's mind, finding themselves in one of her childhood memories. They were in her home with her and her mother, witnessing her mother's disappointment in her non-human child. Then, the memory reset and started over. Observing several rounds, they deduced that they needed to take a particular green ball back with them. But, whenever they grabbed it, Ildov's mother shed her skin and turned into a large wasp-like creature and attacked them. Determining there was no way around it, they set themselves up for battle. And... Battle there was! 
Felling the creature, they returned to the central void and unlocked the first set of chains. It was then up to Olash to choose the next door, and she chose blue. And that is where we pick up. Uh, Sam, before we jump in, can I ask a mechanics question quickly? Just have a DM call on this? Sure. Uh, so I have Thirsting Blade as part of my pact. Uh-huh. Does that need to be a melee attack for yes. me to get the twice? Okay, so it's not an Eldritch Blast. No, melee attacks only. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Thank you. Cool. So you're going towards the blue door. Uh, Olash runs off like a toddler who just saw an ice cream truck. <laughs> and... <laughs> Uh, I know that all too well. And you all you all follow along. Uh, going through this tunnel entrance, uh, similar to the one before, you feel this sort of quick breeze pass over you as you walk through. Uh, but this time you hear the crinkling of autumn leaves, and in a flash you find yourselves in what looks like a small hamlet in the woods. Uh, some distance in front of you, there are several log buildings all sort of arrayed around a well. Uh, and the smell of fresh baked pie is in the air, as is the sound of giggling children. Oh, jeez. What kind of pie? Uh, it's boysenberry. Ooh. Uh, and and you you think there might be one rhubarb? I follow the smell of boysenberry. <laughs> yeah. Follow your nose. Oh, that's probably a clue. <laughs> the giggling of the children gets louder. Uh, and all of a sudden you see this large group of kids come running around the corner of one of the houses. And a few seconds later, there's this little girl straggling along behind them, sort of dragging a stuffed animal on the ground. It's this little dolphin. Uh, she calls out to the other children. You see them all stop. They say a few things, sort of like point at her, dance like they're making fun of her. And then they grab her stuffed animal and they throw it in the well and they run off laughing. She goes and sits on the steps and cries. Hey, Sam, does this look similar to the uh, scene I saw outside the window when the ball came in? No. Okay. Is it a blue dolphin? <laughs> it is a blue dolphin. Okay. How how much rope do I'll we have? I guess I'll walk over to the well. Well, I have levitation boots. I'm, I'm going to walk over to il uh, the little girl. Do we think the yeah. children are going to turn into to creatures? What do we, what do we think is Quite going to possible. happen? I'm going to walk over to the little girl. We just saw what happened over there. Are you all right? Uh, uh, I'm okay. Wasn't very nice of them to do that. No. Does that happen often? Well, well, they've never thrown, they've never thrown Sheila in the well before. Oh, Sheila. And the Does memory it, uh, resets. bother you that you don't get along with them? Oh. Uh, uh. So again, you find yourselves back in your original spot, looking into this hamlet. You can smell the pies. You can hear the giggling. I'm going to run up to try to intercept one of the kids trying to throw the thing into the well. No, no, wait. I, I stop you, Arfik. Wait. If the children are going to turn into the monsters, wouldn't it be easier to fish the thing out of the well after they've gone away? If we have time. I bet we can have time. All right. Let's try to fish it out first, and then maybe we can stop or, it next Or time. I'll go and hover in the well and catch it when they throw it down. All right. So the kids come around the corner. I'm going to jump in the well and click my levitation boots when I, after I've fallen like a foot or so. Sure. You you run over and uh, jump in the well right past the kids. They pay you no mind. True strike. And the uh, little girl <laughs> comes, comes past and she screams out like, stop, stop. Uh, and you, uh, Cassian, now being close enough, you distinctly hear the kids say, we told you, this is a humans only game. Uh, and then you hear them all in this sort of gross chorus. They all say, knife ear, knife ear, nobody wants you here. Oh, what are, oh, no. wait, what, how many of the, how many children are there? Uh, there are 10. Light them on fire. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then one of them grabs the stuffed animal 
goes over and tosses it in the well. Cassian, you're easily able to catch it in that moment. Oh, nice. Do they react in any way? Uh, well, you're in the well, so you can't really tell. I plug my ears and <laughs> okay. watch the kids. Uh, Eowyn <laughs> plugs her ears. Probably a good precaution. Is Ildov still wearing the giant t-shirt from last time? Or did uh, that not no. come through? No, Damn this it. is a this is a, a much younger version of Ildov. Oh, oh, it's younger than before. Yes, okay, younger interesting. than before. So yeah, this this kid you'd say probably like four or five, is before like you know somewhere in the eight to ten range. So uh, Cassian, you can't see this, uh, but uh, Eowyn, Olash, and Yarfik are all able to see uh, the the dolphin goes into the well, and there's you know like a brief moment as it is falling through the air and then uh, you can only presume as soon as Cassian catches it the heads of all the children turn to face the well their bodies don't turn <laughs> just their heads and then a second later their bodies turn to match their new perspective uh, and they 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 all sort of reach up to like the top of their heads and dig their fingers in and like tear as if they're as if their skin were like the husks on a, an ear of corn and they just tear right. them off you know when that happens when you have skin like corn yeah and uh nine of them Pretty classic stuff turn into these grotesque creatures they're small humanoids that look like they're just made of a bag of bulbous rotting flesh with these wicked claws on the tips of their fingers uh, but the one who had grabbed the stuffed animal uh, is about a head taller and looks almost like a, a hairless wolf that's just like pale green color with this weirdly deformed snout and they all array themselves around the well in a circle, and they're closing in. What you doing? Are they gone? <laughs> Cassian, drop the dolphin! <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I drop it. So you drop it, and it, it goes all the way down to the bottom of the well, which is maybe 30 feet below you. And uh, as soon as it sort of hits, you hear that, that very weak splash as it hits the water below you, uh, the kids... Uh, Cassian, above you, you just hear this, like, giggling come back. Uh, and it starts off sort of demonic, and then it, it transitions back to childlike. As the rest of you see these kids go, go back over to their skin husks and, like, put them back on. Oh. <laughs> and then they, they, again, like, point and laugh at Ildov and go running off. So, Sam, when I hear the giggling, I'm going to start hovering down, like, moving myself down with levitation to sure. the bottom to, to... To retrieve it, yep. Yeah. So you uh, move yourself down, which is easy enough to do just, you know, with your arms, just pushing yourself down uh, via the walls of the well. Oh, I think with levitate, you can actually do it mentally, like, you can do uh, that up too. and down. You can't do it, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you, you make it down to the bottom of the well. Uh, the bottom of the well is water. It's a functional well. Mm -hmm. uh, well, a functional memory well. Let's not go too crazy here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but you're able to... Is the dolphin floating or did it sink? The dolphin is, is uh, currently soaking itself with water, but it is still... Okay. Uh, within sight, you're still able to grab it. I scoop it up and start to hover back up. Okay. So you, scoop it up. Go. you start to hover back up. Uh, Eowyn, Olash, and Yarfik, the kids are out of sight at this point. But uh, 
as Cassian maybe gets about like halfway up, we'll say, uh, you again hear that sort of sickening corn husk tearing noise coming from somewhere off to your right. Oh, I'm also going to get the pipes of haunting out of my pocket as I as I'm heading up. Okay, I'll allow it. All right, we're going to have to do this. Just re-upping on True Strike just in case. Okay. And yep. uh, Cassian, as you crest the top of the well, uh, you look around and the kids like are not in your immediate vicinity, but then you sort of swing your head hard to the left and you can see these gross, disgusting, like just like I said, like bulbous flesh sack style creatures nimbly making their way towards you. They seem far more agile <sighs> than they look like they should be. It's creepy. Um, so is the door is the doorway out visible or it is, not is it currently like we have visible. to defeat them for it to be? You don't know. Okay. All, all, what I will say, here, roll, Cassian, roll insight. Roll insight. Insight is, uh, that is a, that's an 18 for insight. 18. Um, so thinking back to the previous memory that y you all were in, uh, you remember the door didn't open until Yarfik got to be within like five feet of it. Now, granted, that was after you defeated okay. Wasp Lady, but you know the door wasn't just like open the whole time. It was only once Yarfik got close to it. Okay, I'm going to make a break for it then and say, let's see if we can get out of here before those things catch us. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, let's... I'm sorry, and I'm also I'm pulling my packed weapon out. Yeah, I would assume. I also wanted to, Sam, uh -huh. before, like, because I've gotten a good look at these creatures now. I wanted to see if I could tell anything about them. Um, yeah. Roll Arcana. Gonna. Can <laughs> Ooh, that's a 15 on the die. I have a pretty good Arcana bonus. 20... Yes, yes it should be over 20. It's yeah. 24, yeah. Um, these are uh, two... They're two different types of lesser demon. The the bulbous flesh sack creatures are known as manes, which are uh, small demons. Uh, they're one of the, the much lower casts of demon. They're just like grunts, essentially. They're little. They're not terribly hardy. Like they, they're kind of like they're the fall apart in one hit kind of demons. Mm. You know, they're they're the pawns of demon chess. The slightly taller one that looks like a, a hairless green wolf is a dretch, uh, which is also one of the lower cast of demons. Um, but they are a little bit hardier, a little smarter. They can actually speak, whereas the man the manes uh, understand language but can't speak themselves. Mm. I convey as much as I can in the time allotted to our friends. Yeah. Other things you know about the uh, the Manes and the Dretch, uh, they are resistant to cold, fire, and lightning damage. And they oh, are, darn it. And they are immune to poison. Wow, that's a lot uh, of... They are well, also <laughs> immune to charmed, frightened, and poisoned conditions. Hmm. We could take them. Come on. So uh, let's just keep the initiative that we had from before just to make it easier. Uh, Cassian, what are you doing? How far away are the creatures from me at this point? Uh, the creatures are about 15 feet away from you, and you are about 60 feet away from the where you remember the door being. Okay. Uh, I'm going to um, play the Pipes of Haunting. Okay. Oh, wait, shoot. Well, I don't know what Awen does. And actually, this doesn't say anything about charm. It just, it just says uh, if they fail on their wisdom save, they become frightened of me. So uh, what is the, the save? Oh, what it's a DC 15 wisdom. 15, cool. Um, so I'm not even going to roll because they are immune to the frightened condition. Oh, oh, I missed that. Okay. Well, balls. Well, you didn't know it regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you play a little ditty on the pipes of haunting. 
sounds just like that. Uh, <laughs> the way eerie. Yeah. I can't convey it. Words can't convey it. It's true, yeah. Um, and it has it has no effect on any of them. Uh, little Ildov, <clears throat> I do need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's a nine. So you are now afraid of Cassian. Uh, and you cannot get closer to him under your own power. Okay. Uh, so he can move closer to you. You cannot move closer to him. Okay. And if you decide to attack him for some reason, you'd have disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have played the Pipes of Haunting. What else? Although interestingly, while eight-year-old Ildov was a commoner, four-year-old is a level 20... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Level 20 monk, so... Yep. Yeah, so... Um... <laughs> Sadly, I don't really have a whole hell of a lot that I can do, except I don't suppose I could jump straight in the air and click my levitate boots, could I? Uh, to Wait, to click them to stop them or start them? You're still levitating. You never stopped. Oh, I... Oh, oh, okay. Right, because I... you were in a well. <laughs> right. In my head, though, <laughs> when I got out of the well, I was running towards the door. Oh, you hadn't gotten um, out of the well yet. You had just, like, crested the top of the well. You were still, still in it. And then they're 15 feet away from me already. Correct. I see. Correct. Okay, well, then I will push myself off from the thing away from them. Okay. Um, so you push yourself off. Um, that Can uh, I go off and up, actually, to yeah, try and, yeah. like... you can do that. Um, so you, you put yourself at an, at an off and up angle away from them. So uh, just for the sake of geometry, uh, mm -hmm. we'll say like the north-south line, the north point on the compass is where the door is. South is the well. Um, they, okay. they are coming in from the west, and you just push yourself east and up. Okay. How, and how far up does I, do I end up going? Uh, you can move, what, 30 feet? My, that's my running speed, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll just say that, that like you... We'll say you hit like a thirty-foot hypotenuse. Okay. On a try on cool. a, that triangle. Uh, cool. Yarf, yarf. Uh, still gonna make I'm that going, nickname work. It's it's getting there. I'm I'm getting used to it. Um, <laughs> the green one, the green thing. I'm gonna fire an eldritch blast and see if I can knock him back. Okay. So let's do this again. That is a nineteen. Ah, uh, yes, that hits. All right. 17 points of damage, and he goes flying back 10 feet. 17 points of damage. So you let loose another Eldritch Blast, uh, sends this creature sort of like flying up in a little parabola, landing on the ground, sort of rolls over, uh, stands up, and uh, not looking good. Looking like, uh, you remember Shadow at the end of Homeward Bound? Oh, jeez. Looks like that. Uh, except, like, not Sam cute. Jesus. Wasn't cute to begin with. Because uh, it's still, like, a green, gross, hairless wolf demon. My childhood, Sam. My childhood. You're welcome. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and, and like, looks really shaky on his legs. Uh, are you moving or staying put? Uh, I'm going to... I'm just checking here to see if I have any bonus that I can do. I'm just going to... I'm going to move um, to interpose myself between them and Ildov, as I've done before. Okay. Cool. So you do that. Uh, next up is the demons. So the dretch that just got blasted back uh, shouts something in Abyssal. I understand it. What did he say? Uh, he said, uh, essentially, get that key. 
and the manes, the little bulbous flesh sacks, uh, go running towards Cassian. And as they run, uh, they start piling on top of each other. Um, and oh literally God. just like stacking one on top of each other. So they're just Megazord. like on shoulders, on shoulders, on shoulders. Do they get a big trench coat? <laughs> they do, and then they go to the movies. <laughs> and they buy two tickets for Terminator. In one trench coat? In Why? one trench coat. <laughs> that totally reveals the game. No, 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 no. Because the whole point is they're like, oh, my friend is meeting me here. It makes it seem right. more real. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> Classic mistake. They're, they're making the lie too elaborate. And then they don't have to yeah. sit next to anybody. Right. Uh, but no, so they all like stack on top of each other, uh, which yeah. puts uh, one of them in within range to hit Cassian. Um, so... Uh, that is a 19 to hit on you, Cassian. Uh, that'll do it. Oh, actually, um, I'm just going to say... Um, uh, is that I'm what you say? say? You're uh, just going to say... Uh, nice <laughs> 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 I say... Um, I Put your skin back on, you repulsive thing. And uh, that's a little weak, but I'm, that's a cutting words. <laughs> How much are you cutting? Oh, right. Uh, I roll that, don't yes, I? You do. <laughs> yeah. Well, my uh, my die is now a d10 for this, so hopefully that'll help me out a little bit. Exciting. Ooh. Uh, that knocks eight off of the attack roll. Eight. So, so that 19 goes down to an 11. And that ain't gonna do it. And that ain't gonna do it. So uh, the one on top takes a swipe at you with the claws, uh, but because it's nine of these things stacked on top of each other, uh, <laughs> it, there's a little bit of a wobble, a little bit of a wave, and it doesn't quite make uh, make any contact with you. Uh, however, you do get a close enough look to know that you don't want to be scratched by those claws because they look filthy. Ooh, filthy. Filthy. Olash. should have gone with. Clean your nails. <laughs> Olash, you're up. Um, how far away am I from the stack of demons? Uh, you are, uh, we'll call it about 40 feet. Okay. Uh, so I could make it to them and hit them? Totes. Okay, I am gonna run up to the stack and, uh... I'm gonna aim for the one on the bottom, like the one that's oh, holding doing the them old, all up. The old timber maneuver. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's where my first hit is aimed. Shit. Uh, that's a thirteen. That hits. Hey, yay! Okay. Um, <laughs> so that is. God damn it! That's my third one on the D twelve. <laughs> that's. That's six. Six points, points of, of damage. damage. So, uh, you, with your first hit, uh, swing through the bottom one. You cut its left arm off. Uh, yeah. She's back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and and just like true to what they look like, just like gross pieces of flesh come like pouring out of the inside of it. I don't know if I can correctly communicate how disgusting these things are. Yeah, I was looking okay. at the Wikipedia article, and it says that they're bloated, pale, nearly hairless, and crawling with maggots that actually feed on them. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Both their eyes constantly drip um, disgusting liquids. I'll show you a picture yeah. later. But yeah, so so that happens, and the tower begins to wobble even more. You do still have your second attack. Okay, so it, it's just wobbling now. So I guess I'm just I'm going to aim my second attack at the at the second one okay like the the second one from the from the base yep um 
And that's gonna be a 24. Yeah, that definitely hits. Okay. And come on, don't give me another one. Ha ha! That's a 12 on the die. Ooh. Uh, so that's 17. 17. So uh, your first hit, uh, you cut the arm off the one on the bottom. Your second hit, you on the backswing, at the very last moment, you turn your axe so you're hitting with the flat of the blade, and you just Tiger Woods <laughs> slam that thing, and it goes flying off into the distance. So far, you can't even see where it lands. It does a team rocket, and there's a twinkle Four. in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the rest of them just come Yurtle the Turtle crumbling down <laughs> in a pile. Uh, the one on the bottom uh, takes another five points of bludgeoning damage from sort of being crushed under all the other ones. Um, and you can't quite see this happening, but you smell that same sort of like acrid, smoky smell uh, from when I the wasp woman them. died. Uh, you throw up on them, so uh, roll for acid damage. <laughs> uh, no, so that is that. So they're now, like, in a big pile on the ground. Idol champions of the Forgotten Realms code time. Here we go. N-E-A-L-Y-A-U-D-G-U-N-K. That code again is Neil Yard Gunk. And it's good until September 1st. Let us know if you get something real good. Now, back to the show. Uh, Ildov. Yeah? You're currently afraid of Cassian. Okay. Uh, Yarfik has interposed himself between the demons and you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm gonna run away. <laughs> okay. So you go running. Uh, yeah. Sort of back around the side of the house where you came from initially, just going mm -hmm. for broke. Eowyn. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay. Did you say just the little grubby bubbies are immune or resistant to cold and fire and lightning? Uh, uh, both the grubby bubbies and the wolfy booby are, okay. are uh, resistant. Not immune, just resistant. Yes, resistant. And how far apart from each other are the Grubby Bubbies and the Wolfy Baby? Uh, the the Wolfy Baby sort of walked over to where the Grubby Bubbies were, so they're Got maybe it. fifteen feet apart. They're fifteen feet apart. Yeah, we'll Damn say fifteen. It. Fifteen. Fuck. Okay. Um. And uh, how many Grubby Bubbies are left? Uh, there are eight <laughs> left. One. Uh, no, sorry, seven left. Got one, it. One okay. got punted. One got crushed. One got punted. One got crushed. One got. Fed some apple mush. Okay, I. <laughs> Sorry, just reminded just reminded me of a nursery rhyme I used to sing when I was a little girl. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go ahead and uh, well, are Yarfik? How, how far apart are Yarfik, Olash, and Cassian? Uh, Olash is sort of right next to the Grubby Bubbies. Yep. Uh, Cassian is is about. 25 feet or so up in the air. Oh, right. Uh, Yarfik <laughs> is about 15 feet back from where Olash is. I'm going to... Can I run to where Olash is? Sure. Can I make that distance? I'm going to run to where Olash is. Okay. Cast Magic Circle around myself and Olash. And I know that these are fiends, correct? Yes. Cool. I designate fiends uh, as creatures that cannot enter this circle. Okay. Um... This, the creature cannot enter the 
Fiends cannot enter this cylinder willingly by non-magical means. If the creature tries to use teleportation or interplanar travel to do so, it must first succeed in a charisma saving throw. The creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against targets within the cylinder. Targets within the cylinder cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by the creature. Cool? Okay, cool. So Awesome. And as a bonus action, I say Ella. Okay, so <laughs> you uh, you activate the primordial lash. Uh, what is the magic word for magic circle? Oh, um... Uh... 360 degrees! <laughs> uh, so, you say 360 degrees, and around both you and Olash appears this 10-foot radius, 20-foot tall cylinder of magical energy uh, that has glowing runes on it uh, right where the cylinder intersects with the floor itself. Um, and that will be a problem for the Grubby Bubbies. Cassian, Yaffa, get in here! Cool. Uh, Cassian. Okay, am I above that circle? You you are not above that circle. You are above the grubby bubby pile. And how far? So how far am I from where the circle is? Not super far. Maybe ten feet. Okay. Hmm. But there's nothing really that I can like hold on to up here. I'm assuming. Absolutely not. Although, do you still have the bag of holding? Oh. Yeah, you um, do still have the immovable rod. Oh, sorry. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I in my head I gave it back to Awen as soon as I was done pulling out the daggers. I, I so probably. Immaterial. Honesty. <laughs> you could always get out some rope and tie I'll it whip. to an arrow. <laughs> yeah, I'll whip Cassian and then pull him back in. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I actually have a thought on how I could generate some motion here, but I, I'm actually not... I think Cassian at this point is not feeling that uh, worried about ranged attack from these things. They seem pretty focused on like grabbing and clawing and that sort of thing. Um, and since their pile is one shorter now, presumably they can't stack up to me again. Too shorter. Um, too shorter. Thank you. Yes. So uh, just to be safe, I'll levitate like an extra 10 feet up, I guess. Okay. And uh, I know you described them as really grotesque. But because they're standing on each other, I do imagine them as Goombas. That's fair. <laughs> Actually, before I hover up, um, I'm going to look at one of them um, and just say, your friends were saying really mean things about your rotting, terrible, awful, horrible, heinous skin. You should kill them and uh, cast Suggestion. Uh, so you cast Suggestion. Uh, and it seems to have absolutely no effect. Damn. Eowyn would know, again, that they are immune to being charmed. I don't think this is charm, actually. If you read the spell, it says creatures <laughs> oh. that are immune to being charmed are unaffected. Oh, okay, I missed oh, that. Cassian, oh no! Read your Damn. spells, guys! I am! Okay, well, if, if somebody <laughs> would tell me what certain things are immune to... I thought I, I said I'd tell you. Okay, I'll shout it out. Cassian wasn't close that? by. No, you're Sorry, right, you're right, you're okay. right. Okay. All right. Well, then that's my turn. So that is Cassian's I mean, turn. I'm, I'm hovering a little ways, like uh, hovering yes, about you another have moved 15 feet. So up. maybe they yeah. weren't charmed, but did can't they just listen anyway? Can't they just <laughs> take the information in and do what they want with it? They could. Yarfik. Uh, I'm gonna blast that uh, wolfy boy back, or the wolfy baby back, for even farther if I can. Sure. That is a 24 to hit. That hits. You don't even need to roll damage. He had one hit point left. Nice. Uh, so you hit him with another repelling blast. Well, uh, gonna, I was okay. Yeah, that, that's... Instead of being knocked back, he just disintegrates, and again that little plume of acrid smoke rises up from where he was. He did. I'm gonna chase after Ildov. Okay. So you go running off around the corner of the house, leaving the pile of grubby bubbies. 
Yep. Uh, next up is the pile of grubby bubbies. They all spend half their movement trying to to separate themselves out from this gross pile that they're in. Ugh. Um, and then uh, looking around, uh, they go straight at the cylinder and they all just sort of crash against it like zombies crashing against the closed doors of a mall in Dawn of the Dead. They're just like scratching at it, but it's they're, they're unable to get through it in any way, shape or form. Uh, Olash, you are inside the cylinder uh, with all of these beasts outside scratching to try to get their way in. What you doing? Um, am I able to like swing, like hit them with my ax from inside the cylinder? Yes, yes you are. Hell yeah, then I'm gonna, I guess I'm just gonna pick whichever one, whichever one looks the, like it's, like it's in the best shape. Sure. Not, not like physically. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like has taken the least damage. Sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to aim at that one Did first. I mention there is one that has like a six pack? <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'm going after that one okay, for gotcha. sure. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> how dare he? Um, <laughs> and that is a 25. That hits. For 10 points of damage. So uh, with a 25, 10 points of damage, you swing once, boom, beheaded, disintegrates, acrid smoke. All right, cool. And then I'm just going to swing at whichever one was next to it. Sure. And that is a 20 not natural. Uh, yeah, that also hits. And... uh, Wait, sorry. Yeah, 17 points of damage. Okay, and same thing also. So on the front swing and the back swing, you just behead two of them. Um, and they both disintegrate. Uh, so now there are only... Five left, right? Yes, yeah. Cool. Uh, and I'm assuming you will remain in the cylinder. Yeah. Where you are safe. Uh, Ildov. Yeah. Uh, are you still running? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can hear activity behind you, and you look behind, and that uh, ugly little man is is running Come behind on. you. Hey, that's oh. what she said in the last memory, okay? <laughs> she was eight years old there. She's four now. Four-year-olds yeah, know like, ugly. Uh, <laughs> um, he's not a handsome yeah, fellow. You're not afraid of him. He's just, you know. No, I'm not afraid. He just is what he is. Eowyn. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I think this is the perfect opportunity to land my first ever hit with the lash. So let's give it a shot. Yeah, let's do it. I've never actually hit anything with this, I think. Uh, this might be so the first melee attack. This would be my first melee attack. Although I think I I must have like slapped or punched somebody at some point. Well, no, you've swung with the lash before and missed. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's try it. So remind me how to do a melee attack. <laughs> so you roll a d20. Yeah. And then uh, there you add your whatever your two hit modifier is with the weapon. Oh, okay. Which should be on the first page of your character sheet. Of the character sheet? Yeah. Ah. I think I added it to there. Um, no, I, I don't have it. Oh, but it's a normal whip, right? Yeah, it, it operates as a normal whip. It me. operates as a normal whip, so maybe I don't. Um... Uh, so it'll be, it'll be, you add your dexterity modifier. Got it. Oh, okay. So it's plus one to hit. Yes. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Roll a d20. 12. You hit. Yay! Yes! Nice. <laughs> uh, and so this is 1d8 slashing damage on one of the grubby bubbies, and mm -hmm. then uh, 1d6 bleeding damage if they fail a DC 14 constitution save. Correct. So I will roll that save. 
They failed. They fail? Oh, yes. Okay, so 1d8 plus a d6 totals 12. 12 points of damage. So uh, with your primordial lash, uh, you just saw Olash behead two of these things, and you just get this this brief competitive streak in you where you're like, I, I could do this. You swing with the whip and the lash of the whip wraps around the neck of one of these creatures and you you pull back with it and it pops their head off. Uh, and it just, it just flies up in the air like one of those party poppers where you pull the string. Nice. And then again, it disintegrates acrid smoke. That I know it's not my turn, cool. but can I please high-five Aowen after Oh, absolutely. That? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look, I've always said this. High-fives are a free action. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That uh, was freaking cool. <laughs> Cassian, you are up. There are f- okay. uh, four left. Four, huh? Okay. Um... How are they oriented relative to me? Um, so uh, they are in like a little arc around this uh, cylinder, uh, just like lined okay. up one next to each other, just like scratching at it furiously. Uh, so they are uh, at a you know downward angle because you're still up in the air, uh, but you can see all of them. But I'm like perpendicular to that arc, Perpen- diagonally perpendicular. Yeah. Would that be accurate or yeah. parallel? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. Magic doesn't seem to be working on these things, thinks Cassian to himself. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna, um, well, actually, yeah. Hmm. Can I use my levitation to, like, hovering up and down ability to, to get within melee range, or no? Uh, I mean, you'd have to lower all the way down to the ground, because you're sort of... You're, you mm-hmm. still have motion that's sending you away from them. Oh, okay. Um, so... You, it would probably take your entire movement just to get to the ground, and then you'd still have to sort of make your way back to do a melee attack. All right, forget about that. Um, instead, I will uh, call up some owls, giant owls. Okay. Sorry, that counts as a charm attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, as it can I retcon at bonus action? Tell Cassian what these things are immune to. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And resistant so, to all Eight of them, to be precise. Um, So, yeah, the giant owl stats from the monster manual. I'm going to summon them. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to summon them 30 feet above the um, cluster of enemies. Okay. They have a 60-foot flying speed. Mm -hmm. And the fun thing about owls is that they don't provoke opportunity attacks when they fly out of an enemy's reach. Yep. So I'm going to just tell them to dive bomb these little shits. Yeah, let's <laughs> do this. Um, so, yeah, there's there's eight owls. Uh, right? I guess I have them sort of spread their attacks out, two, two of them to each remaining hell beast. Yeah, that makes sense. And do I need to do anything except roll attacks here? Or uh, nope, just go ahead and roll attacks. Cool, cool, cool. So that's a 19. Yep. Uh, five. <laughs> uh, five does not hit, but the 19 oh, does. Didn't think so. Oh my god, I'm rolling my crap. Uh, that's another five. Uh, then a 13. 13 hits. Then a 22. Yes, that also hits. And another 22. That's five hits so far? Four hits so far? Uh, four hits so far, yes. Uh, then a ni- 19. Yep. And I think I have one more attack left, which is a 13. Uh, and that hits as well. So that's six hits, am I, is that right? Yes. 
Cool. So each one of those is a 2d6 plus 1 mm -hmm. slashing damage. Okay. Uh, I could just roll all these as one if you want, or... Uh, I could be, since, they're <laughs> since they're split between different creatures, uh, I'd like them all rolled separately, just to be safe. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, that's a 7. Okay. Ooh, ox cars. A 13. Okay. Uh, 11. Uh, another 11. A 3. And another 13. Okay, so Cassian... Uh, summons these eight owls above the cylinder, and they all go swooping down. Uh, the first one flies by the uh, the manes all the way on the left uh, and slashes it. You can see some more of that like gross flesh sort of falling behind it, Ugh. but it, it maintains its feet. Uh, the rest of the owls destroy the other manes. So the other yeah. three uh, post the owl's attacks just disintegrate and turn and just those plumes of acrid smoke rise from them. So there's just one left. And the owls have flown 30 feet back up. Yes, and the it. owls are back up in the air. Uh, Yarfik. Can I still see the uh, the last one from where I am? Uh, yeah, yeah, you should be able to from where you are. Then I'm going to pull an Ildov move. But I would like you to roll perception Okay. to see if you hear any of that going on. Okay. That is... 17. Okay, yeah. So you do, you swing your head back just to sort of check on your friends. Um, mm. And you see uh, in that brief moment that there is just one left. And I, I say to Ildov running away, don't be frightened. We have your dolphin back and I'm pretty sure everything is over. Turn around and I'm going to pull an Ildov, go full John Woo, split the beam three ways to come back to hit this one guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Remember when John Woo did that? Yeah. <laughs> dogs and stuff. And, and it was practically his signature thing. Mm -hmm. So that is a 16. That hits. Okay. Actually, you don't even need to roll damage. Even if you roll say. three ones, uh, this yep. thing is toast. Uh, so again, you do it. Was this a repelling blast or a normal blast? Uh, just agonizing. I wasn't repelling. Okay, just a normal blast. So uh, the beams split, all converge, and smack right into this creature. And it just sort of like melts and crumbles and then disintegrates and again that acrid smoke rises up uh, and all of the threats are gone it's okay it's over Sweet. I'm gonna start hovering back down when I see that the coast is clear sure so Cassian lowers himself back down uh, Olash and Eowyn you can step out of the cylinder whenever you want or you know there's nothing stopping you from moving through the membrane okay sure I guess we're what heading towards where the door was Waiting yeah. for oh, I don't want to dispel the circle. That was such a good. Oh, that worked perfectly. <laughs> yeah, no, it was super helpful. Yeah, that was a that was a good thinking. Quick yeah. thinking. And also that that whip action. Oh my god, the whip! That was. Why don't you do that all the time, <laughs> I, man? Well, I've tried to. That's not the first time I've tried it. It's the first time it's worked, and it's worked spectacularly. Well, I think you should you should keep trying then. Yeah, I'm go I mean, I'm going to. Wow. Oh, I feel so great. Cassian, did you see that? I did. Uh, that was that was quite impressive. You you decapitated that thing. With a whip. It was whip. a sight to see. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, didn't think you could fight. I'll be honest. Well, I've been you fighting know, with, with magic. With so weapons, you know, with weapons. Right. That's not what I. Okay. Different skill set. Right. 
But, well, I can. I can do I'm it. I'm was impressive. Where's Yarfik? Great question. I look around. Uh, you see Yarfik uh, running off uh, sort of around the corner of the house. Uh, and Yarfik, at a certain point in your running, that that little Ildov just mm-hmm. disappears. <laughs> she didn't need to be frightened of us. Well, with the pipes I, of haunting. I, I, oh no, I couldn't. Yeah, I, I didn't hear that. I, I turn around and I, I, I run back to the group. Oh hey, she ran away. Oh, you were chasing little Ildov. Yes, I wanted to show her that we got her her, her dolphin back. I guess. But but we we did. To be fair, we're going to take we, it. Yeah, we need it. Yeah. I feel like it would have know. just been more traumatizing if we were like, <laughs> we got it back for you, but we're taking it. Bye-bye. We do need it to <laughs> unlock a demonic the door. The kind of has really changed you, Yarfek. That was tw- that's very cruel. You know, whatever. Just let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's boogie. Um, I'm going to just uh, of, congratulate. Oh. I'm just in the back of Yarfek's mind, he's thinking, you know, I'm trying to help out Elda from the inside, maybe she can see what's going on, how we treat her in each of the memories, but who knows? Okay. Did you just say that to yourself, did you say? Or? I mumble that to myself, yeah. Sam, can I? I uh, will talk later. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give, uh, I'm gonna, sh- <laughs> I'm gonna shake my owl's claws and congratulate them on their great performance in the battle. They're all, by the way, wearing little, um, little owl-sized bowler hats and spectacles and tweed vests. I would imagine at least one of them is wearing a monocle. Well, you know, I sort of have the monocle and I feel like I don't want the owls to clash with my style. So. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Cassian doesn't love monocles. He doesn't love that they symbolize a weakness in him. Did we, <laughs> did we hear what Yerfik mumbled to himself? Uh, you can roll perception. I'm not going to. I right. I, I tend to ignore Yafik's rumblings. Most oh, goddamn. That's a three. Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. I'll roll perspective since I was actually talking to Yafik. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh, but you rolled for perspective. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you just see it all Cassian from a different angle. Skill, even the best of times. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, Cassian, you. you hang back a little bit because you're congratulating <laughs> your owl buddies. Uh, and you do hear Yarfik mumble to himself that uh, he hopes that in some way Ildov is is aware of what you all are doing for her, even though these are like memories of the past. Well, um, in all seriousness, I think that is a good thought, Yarfik, and I agree we should we should be exploring that kind of... Oh, yes. You said it to me, didn't you? I was just saying it under my breath because no one else seems to listen to me, but... Uh, I heard it so loudly and clearly as though I just succeeded at hearing so greatly that uh, it just came through as clear as day. Do I hear this conversation? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's Cassian. He's not having this conversation quietly. Yarfik, what did you mumble to yourself? What are you guys talking about? Yarfik here has a theory that you you tell them. No, no, speak for me. Go ahead. You're the leader of the group. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I insist. I want to hear it out of your mouth now. Well, uh, (laughs) Yafik's extremely cunning plan, as I understand it, is to try to communicate with Ildov through the means of her subconscious by talking to these uh, sort of representations of her that we encounter and sort of uh, try to, to convince her we're on her side and trying to help her and see if we can't get her to shake off this pernicious demonic influence she seems to have succumbed to. Did I really say all that? Okay, but, like, my point was that if we told her that we got her dolphin back, 
and then just left with it, she would not, if that's true, she that would not be a good memory for her. <laughs> no, that seems, that seems to track. Yeah, I just thought that maybe we could show her that we had done it for her and then have a conversation like the last one, but no, you're right. Let's let's move on, go on to the next one, and get her out of here. Hopefully the next thing we have to steal isn't a treasured childhood toy. <laughs> They're all childhood toys. <laughs> so you head back over towards the door, or towards where the door is, where you remember it being, and uh, Cassian, as soon as you're within five feet of it, that sort of shadowy tunnel entrance appears uh, so that you can all walk through, uh, which I'm assuming so. you do. Yeah. You all walk through, uh, Cassian, you go through last, and as you exit back onto that void-like platform, uh, the tunnel behind you just sort of evaporates and disappears uh, so that you can walk out and uh, do whatever comes next. And that is where we will end this episode. Ooh, too bad. That's scary. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. Please rate and review the show. Think of it like a digital thumbs up. Even though now that I think about it, a thumb is a digit, so technically every thumbs up is a digital thumbs up? My head hurts. You can support the show at patreon.com slash IWVTCast, or by grabbing yourself a sweet shirt from dumpstattees.com and using the promo code IWPOD. You can find out more about the cast and the show on our wiki at IWVT.fandom.com. The improvised weapons metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is on Bandcamp, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you might go looking for it. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for Battlebards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as the gang goes into yet another memory and finds themselves in a pivotal library from Ildov's past. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>